Hey, hey, I am Tammy and I am so excited because today I have this beautiful woman named Dee, uh, Dee Hurley. Am I say, that's, that's your right way to say your last name? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm like, I don't know if I've said that before. <laughs> um, we met not too long ago and um, this is what I love. This is one of my favorite things about life and doing life when we are really connecting to the creator and on the path that we're supposed to be. God brings people into our lives that are meant to be in our lives in that moment. Um, and they're always about learning and teaching us to be more of who we were created to be. And, um, you know, Dee, when I met you, I, we, I just knew it. I, we, there was, there was a connection, a soul connection that was just so, so beautiful. And then the more I got to know you on our trip, we were on a trip together at a Solix convention. And, um, the more we were together, the more I think we just realized how amazing, and how on the same path we are. And we have a lot of similarities, a ton. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, where do we want to take this? We could go through this in so many different areas. And I think the first thing I want to, add, I guess, talk to you about a little bit about is following your path. Your life has kind of taken a turn for the better, I would say, in the last few years. But it wasn't always like that. And how, what were some of the things that helped you to step into the woman that God created you to be. How did you do that? Yeah. Where'd you get that? That's a big question. <laughs> like we were, we were talking earlier about how things just start to open up when you you're on that path. And that's exactly what happened. Like I started hanging around with different people. I don't think they would have hung around with me before in the place I was, but when I started mm -hmm. feeling like something needs to change, and really looking for that and searching because I knew there was something I needed to fix. It's like those people just started popping up in my life. And there was these beautiful women that started showing up and were encouraging and uplifting and sending me information about how I could better myself. And it was just giving me so much strength. So I knew that I could get out of the toxic environment I was in at the time. And, and you were in a toxic relationship. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And how long were you in that relationship? It was almost 12 years. It's a long time. Were you, were you married or it was just? Yeah. Yeah. We were married and had two kids together and I had a kid from a previous marriage and that one was pretty bad too. <laughs> okay. So hold on. Hold, whoa, whoa, hold the train <laughs> You're on your third marriage? Yeah, it was like. Wait. I was on a roll. I just kept a, attracting these toxic men. Yeah. Okay. I've been married twice as well. I don't know if you know that. And so I am, I was just taking a totally different twist here, but I am, I'm going to, I'm going to go here. I have shivers because I am so scared. Like the word marriage freaks me out because I've been married twice. Uh, a lot of condemnation. Like, even though I should not have stayed in those marriages, I have no doubt about that. Like there's, that's not the question here. But yeah. what, how in the world, you know, this is going to sound silly, but I know we all know who this is, Pamela Anderson, but like, this is the thing. She's been married many times. I don't know if you know that about her, but I, you know, it's easy to judge someone. You're going, what? They were married so many times. Like, what are they not committed? Are they what, what, what? And she was in an interview and she said, I believe in love. And yeah. it hit me in a different way. And I want to believe 
because marriage is something that you want. It's, it's because you believe in this, that there is love and that there's another person that you could spend the rest of your life with. How did you get to that point where you could actually start believing in that again? I want to, I want to know. I know. I, I felt like I had given up after this and I'll, I'll admit something to you. <laughs> I was married three times before I met my husband now three times. And the first two didn't last three years. And then I was in the one for 11 and a half years because I was so afraid of what everybody would say. The stigma yeah. around divorce and being raised yeah. in a very strong Christian environment. And I'm not knocking Christianity. It's just, it was instilled in me that there was something wrong with that. And, and I think that's scary for people that are in an abusive situation. If you're fighting this battle inside. Like, I know I should get out. I need to protect myself, but am I going to be judged? Am I going to be condemned? Yeah. And the shame, it was the shame of that. Unbelievable. And that's yeah. actually what my book is about, is about shame and how it started with that. <laughs> and like, it's, it keeps us down and it keeps us in a low vibration energy. And when I was around people who are loving and encouraging and telling me, you know what? God loves you no matter what. It doesn't matter. You know, he wants you to protect yourself. And doesn't the Bible say, love yourself as you love God? You know, how do you, how do you love others? Love others as yourself as you, if you can't love yourself enough, we have Shivers, to. Cause I'm learning that on a whole different level. And I want to add something there. The, the time when I changed is when I lived in LA, my pastor in LA, he was just an amazing man. And he showed me the love of a man that was the closest to God I'd ever seen. Like just, he loved on women in a non-perverted like he, he he'd never crossed the line you know and that's rare like it just it just is let's yeah. just say it and i just remember healing because of love i've never healed or changed because of feeling judged or condemned or shamed i've right. only changed because i felt fully loved and fully accepted where i was at it reminds me actually of the story in the bible about this sorry this is just the woman at the well yeah you yep. know and there was no condemnation. There was just love and acceptance. And that's when we walk into the fullness of who we were meant to be on this planet. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think so many times church gets that wrong. And again, I'm not knocking that, but it is it is true. We, we as Christians get that wrong. And I think women particularly can be very hard on, on people and, and judge them. And yeah. I think women need to come together and start standing with each other and say, you know what, if you're in a situation that's hurting you, of course you need to get out and we're here for you. And that was the community that surrounded me when I got out. It wasn't a bunch of men. <laughs> it was like these women who'd been through their stuff and they were there with open arms and were compassionate and they, they helped me get out. And I feel like now that's all I want to do. I want to help others. I want to help other women to know that you have every right to protect yourself and your children. And, you know, there's people that are going to be here for you. You're not just going to be left alone. That's what I was scared of was being left alone and the judgment, but I wasn't, I got out. I found my strength and I'm learning to speak up. And I never thought I would do that in my life. If you asked me just five years ago, if I would be doing this, Oh, hell no. <laughs> I know you have such an amazing uh, anointing on your life to speak. I mean, I, I saw that when we were on the on weekend away and when I met you, just the strong anointing. It is just beautiful. And I and I love seeing you walk into that strength with confidence because it's just it's beautiful to watch. And it's just so obvious to me. And I haven't even known you that long. 
but it is so apparent to me what your giftings are and you using that is, is beautiful. And your relationship now, is it very different? How is it different? And how did, like, I want to know, like, how did you change? How did you break that pattern? Thank you. And see, you're just, you're one of those encouraging women that I feel like just keep coming out lately. It's like, once you start changing and glowing and speaking in your truth and who you are, I feel like that's what happens. You start finding your tribe. (laughs) You attract the people on the same frequency. I believe that completely. And I, and, and it's just so apparent. Like it's, and then you come around these women that are all wanting to support one another. And on this planet, that is rare. And so when you find that with people just here, take this, I want to help you. This might be a resource that would help you. This is it, you know, a word of encouragement. It is such a beautiful place to be. And that's when we can all start actually like coming up with really, really amazing ideas when we all start working together in our own giftings, right? And stop comparing. Like it's I love it. <laughs> and that's favorite. exactly how I met my husband. We I had went on a couple Christian single trips with this group that I found, and they were just amazing. I had went on um two before I met him. And I just made a bunch of girlfriends on the trip. I connected with all these beautiful women and just became really good friends. And the third trip, see, I kind of felt like I was giving up on love. I was like, I don't want to, this actually came out of my mouth. I was like, I'm tired of looking for love because I keep finding the wrong thing. So maybe I'll find a rich dude, you know, and I'll just yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I know what that's like. Yeah. Maybe I'll make my sister talk joked about that. Maybe I'll find some rich old guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just not sure about this love. <laughs> I hear ya. But you know, I went with this on this third trip and I was like, you know, I just keep finding these wonderful, amazing people that I'm connecting with. I'm just going to go this time and just love on myself because I need it so much. I know I need to just love myself more and work on more self-acceptance and my self-esteem. And that's when I met my husband now and um, doesn't come with money bags. <laughs> it's like the opposite, but it's full of all the love. <laughs> so, And I've never been loved like that. It It is shocking to be loved like that. I remember one time he actually brought me a cup of hot tea. I was sitting there on the couch one day, not feeling well. And he comes around the corner with this little cup of hot tea and honey. And he's like, here, honey, maybe you should drink this. It'll help you feel better. And I burst it out in tears. And he's like, what is wrong? What did I do? You don't like tea? And I was like, do you know how many times I've been in relationships? You know, he knows my past. I have never once in my life had any man bring me a cup of tea. Ever. I can relate with, I can relate a hundred percent, a hundred percent to be cared for with those little things. I've never had that before either until now. And it is, yeah. it is so shocking. And it's, it means like, I get it. Yeah. Love is I, in the details. It is. You see these little tiny things that just, they're so moving and I'm like, wow. So this is what it's like to be loved. It's reciprocated. I'm so used to being the one that gave and gave and what my energies were just drained constantly yeah. trying to make them happy. And then finally you learn that you cannot make anyone else happy. They have to find that themselves. There's, we can't do that for them. Why did it take me so long to figure this out? <laughs> because you're a caring person and that's exactly it. When you care and you're a loving person, you really want to believe the best in people you do and you care and you love doing that. But yeah, you need it back too. And that's, and that's, oh, good for you. That's incredible. I love that. Let's talk a little bit more about 
because I know we agree so much on this in your energy and your frequency, people use different terms, but like you attract what you are. Yeah. Um, let's talk, we both use the AO scan from Solex. Um, what's your favorite uh, way to use that device to help with your vibration or your frequency, however you want to say it. And this isn't hooky stuff, you guys, this is real stuff. This is your energy. And I, let's just say this first. Who knows, like if you're an empathetic person, like I can go in a room and I know exactly what everybody's feeling. That's what frequency is. <laughs> so yes. we want to attract people that are on the same frequency. What happens with empaths or people like us that really care a lot, we often will go to the weaker to help them and pull them up, which that's fine to want to help people. But at the same time, you still need to have people on the same same frequency. And I don't know about you, maybe I'm speaking too much for you, but that's what I always, I was always look for the weaker, always help, always help, which that's yep. wonderful that that's my heart, but I still have to have people on the same level so that I keep uh, rising to my full potential. Does that make sense to you? To so true. So true. Exactly. And you're around, if you're around and you're staying down here a lot, you're going to start picking up all those frequencies as impasse. We do, we take it all on. And then we're carrying around absorbed energies from other people. And, and like Dr. Bradley talks about in his book, you can pick it up from watching a movie. You know, you're relating to the character and all of a sudden you're crying and you're like, <laughs> and you got this emotion yes. you're around with one and why you feel yucky for a little while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, shake it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is powerful. We pick up different people's energies. That is so true. And I mean, we've heard this a hundred times. Who you hang out with, like you are the pizza, some of the five people that you hang out with, all yes. that stuff. But I think we we don't really think about it deep enough. And I know for, I know when I'm in a kind of a, a grumpy mood or you know, just not on, I will pay a certain set of sefty frequencies that I have programmed into my device and I will seriously notice a difference. And yeah. I will do it actually with people not knowing that I'm doing it with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me play this for you, but I don't tell them. And I'll notice a change in the way that they're responding. It, it really makes a difference. Yeah, it does. When I when I'm working on with my clients, we usually meet over Zoom because you know it works anyway because it's energy. And <clears throat> a lot of times they won't even know. I'll have my scanner just laying there right by my computer, and I'll be sending frequencies for clearing the energy, for shielding. I do that on myself first before I work on them so that I'm shielded and I don't want to pick up their stuff. And I'm just sending it the whole time I'm working on them too, to help with the, the energy healing session. And I've had a lot of good results adding that with my sessions as well. They don't know my little secret sometimes. <laughs> like, I believe that. I believe that. And I think that's something that I have missed and haven't done enough of because one of the reasons that I cut down on my practice was I was, it was just finding it so draining and by putting up those shields, right. And what I would, um, I have a lot of Christians that follow me. What I would compare it to was a hedge of protection, right? You need yeah. that hedge of protection um, because when you are working and, and helping someone heal, empathy is a really great tool to have with it because you can feel what they're feeling. And so you know where to go, but exactly. You want to be so careful that we don't take on those energies. Yeah. And you know, what's funny because um, a lot of times whenever I post something on social media about it, it's usually the Christians who are one to say something negative about it. Like, oh, how come you don't pray? How come you don't go to Jesus and stuff? And and I got to thinking, doesn't he give us a mind to think with? And didn't he speak with his words, spoke things into existence? And 
There's a he is all about frequencies. He created the world with frequencies. I just had a friend say that to me. She goes, I wanted to, and she might be watching this, but um, <laughs> I want to get it. But I then I think, why wouldn't Jesus just heal us? And then I said this, I, and you might want to add to this, but I'm like, I believe that God gave us this tool for this time and this era because this is what we need. And I mean, G5 and our 5G, sorry, whatever it is, all this stuff out there, there is more frequencies fighting against us. That's real. We understand that. So why wouldn't we understand that we would fight those with frequencies? Right. It doesn't make sense to me that this becomes a, I don't understand that take really. Do we say that about penicillin when we need penicillin and it saves your life? Well, I'm going to just believe in prayer. God gave us penicillin to use. That was him. It's like that story about the boat. You know that one about the boat? The guy's drowning? Yes. And God the he said, no, 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 I'm waiting for God. God's going to save me. Yep. The boat. He drowns, he goes to heaven. He's like, God, why didn't you save me? I sent you three boats, buddy. You know, it's the same thing. Then you maybe think of Goliath, all these, you know, what did he do? He gave him a stone. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes. It's even better than my big long story there. But this <laughs> all tools. We have tools. <laughs> we have tools. We have tools. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, and I love, I love seeing, yeah, I love seeing women walk into their calling. It is just the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. So what's up next for you? Tell me where, what your plan is with your business and where you're all going. We all want to know. And how can we support you? <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on my book. I'm really getting into it. And my husband's helping me. He's so supportive. He's already written a book, so he knows. So he's been kind of setting me up and like, you need to spend a couple hours a day just doing your book. So I'm trying to do that. And you know, it, it's difficult because you get into it and you're trying to remember things and tell your story and be as detailed as you can. And, yeah. and then your mind doesn't know sometimes if it's the first time you're doing it or you're going through it again. So I have to be real careful because I'm, I'm telling things that have happened and then it, it drains me again because yeah. I'm like, in that spot again where something yeah. happened so i it's a process it's like you have to stop work on yourself and make sure you're not running into another activity where you're going to have that energy with you because you don't want to carry that around you know yeah no it, it is a healing process it is so true when we're writing um it is and that good for you for going through it because you're healing another layer and that takes so much guts that's hard thank you I'm hoping that it'll help somebody if they hear that story. And, and yeah, you know, I, the shame, that's what I want to name it, the shame of it all and how to heal from narcissistic abuse with holistic healing. I don't know how to put all that in there, but it's going to be like something in there. <laughs> so yeah, I our story is so similar. It's unbelievable. I love it. Like I, I, that's why we connected so much and it's just, yeah. How do you heal from that? I know for myself, um, I see little things and little reactions or little, or I notice little ways that I'm responding differently. And I'm like, yay, that's a sign of healing, right? Like, yes. like there was something small. Let's give an example. So I couldn't bring my boyfriend coffee. It sounds like the dumbest thing. And then I was like, why can I not? I couldn't remember what he wanted in his coffee. Like it had been months. And I was like, this is ridiculous. What is this? And I was praying about it. And I was brought to mind because I could never do anything right in my past relationship. Oh. It was always wrong. So I had such a fear and there was a, it was a grip in me. And so I couldn't remember. And I, I tend to block, I don't know about you, 
Yeah. If anything is negative, I just block it. I don't like any negativity. I don't like any any conflict, right? Because it scares me because there's yep. been so much unhealthy. Avoidant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so I'll do anything to not do it. But what happens is when we're tippy toeing like that, we cannot fully be who we are. Yeah. And so we're not even showing the person who we truly are. And so the relationship is shaky. Yeah. Right. Because the more we act in who we truly are, you know, and, and I would get so scared of ever causing any issues that might rock the boat, like bringing right. the wrong <laughs> Right. But it's trauma, trauma stuck in the body, right. And releasing that trauma. Hey, and isn't there, do you use the emotion? Like do you remove the emotions with the AO scan? Do you use it for that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I was going to say, um, <clears throat> the first relationship after the toxic one, they say is usually the hardest because you're learning that everything just changes. You have a whole new environment. <clears throat> Sorry. That is, I did not know that that's what they say. And that makes sense to me. Yeah. And, um, because you're relearning who you are. Like, I'm like, who am I? Like, honestly, <laughs> I don't even think I had an opinion for the first year. Cause I was, I didn't know who I was. Still trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. 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 And the more, and then when you're fine, all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I like this girl. <laughs> this is the little girl I knew like way back when I was, I, that girl was fun. She was fun to play with. Yeah. Like, you know, like when you're a little girl and I, I can't make this sound, this is going to sound silly, but I actually can picture you and I playing together when we were little girls. Like, <laughs> and that shows me how healed you are, D. Yeah. And it shows me how healed I am because I can see that there's the walls are down between us. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so we can be so authentic with each other and there is such freedom in that. And I believe this is a strong statement, but I believe the greatest need of a human being is to be fully known and still loved and accepted. Yes. yes. And that is what you do so well. And that is just beautiful. <laughs> you do too. You do too, Tammy. It's been such a blessing getting to know you. Me too. Okay, well, and we're gonna look for that book, and you're still doing you're still doing your your healing business and stuff like that too, right? Yes, yes, I'm doing emotion code and body code, and I love everything that's coming out with the Solex company. They just they're right time, right place, aren't they? Just bringing all the tools we knew, need right now for all the things that are being we're being bombarded with. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. <clears throat> well, thanks for sharing a little bit of your story. I really, I, I know there are going to be women that resonate and can, can take something from this and just know they're not alone. And I love to see you walking into that, writing that book, because I do believe that God uses all of our pain when we let him. And it is to help others walk through that same, same journey. And, yeah. and it's a beautiful time of life, right? Like, well, I'm not in my 40s anymore, but you're still in your 40s. And I believe it is a time when us women, yes. we're, not, we're not dead and done at 40 right. and 50. <laughs> right. Now is a time when we are, you know, our babies are getting a little older. They can do a bit of this stuff <laughs> on their own. And now it is time to actually impact the younger with the wisdom that we have gained. Because that is something that in our society here in America, it just sometimes I feel like we're just throwing away the old. And we're missing these with these wise, wise women and men that have lived so long. And uh, and I'm on a mission <laughs> to change that narrative and say us older women have something to share and it is worth sharing and the rest can learn from it. So thank That's you. Right.
I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm so happy we can.